Hello everyone and welcome to the Never End Podcast, the podcast open to everyone, especially the people who make Merlot. I love Merlot and I've had some. My name is Luke, I am your host of the Never End Podcast and with me, as always, is Mr. Guy. Say hello, Mr. Guy. Hello, Mr. Guy. Hello, Luke, and hello to the listeners. Man, this is going to be fun. We we get to talk about like a house show type show and then the big destruction and Goku. And finally, Luke, destruction is over. It's time to rebuild. <laughs> oh, my God. It'll be time to rebuild with, well, Tag League. <laughs> hey, at least it's Junior's Tag League first and not crappy Tag League, which is the heavyweight yeah. version. So we'll see how it goes. I'm not you know watching. the junior version is always going to be the best. It's going to be better. Catch Two Two will be back, and they're awesome. So, oh my god, I miss them so bad. But yes, we're going to talk about the show before Destruction, and then we're going to be talking about Destruction. But first, I might be drunk, but I'm still a professional. God damn it, right. we're going to do this professional style, Mister Guy. So uh, we're on the Tweety, so you can interact with us if you wish to. I'm at Grumpy2EB. Mr. Guy is at Drusifer Tweets. Collectively, we are at NeverOpenPod. And if you want to send us a written or a voice email, you can do that. NeverOpenPod at gmail.com. And if you got any of that Sasha Banks money, that's never going to get old for me. I'm sorry. I love it. Uh, Hey, kick it our way, and we've got shirts and other merch that will make you look never as a hell yes. Yes. Now, Luke, when when you do the Salsa Banks money voice, are you picturing Rip in your mind, or like from Oh my God, from Yellowstone? Is that what you're doing? Your new favorite person? Look, I'm. I I I know it's an Alex C line. But yeah, Rip is the manliest man who ever manned in all of Mandom. He's just like the perfect dude that ever did it in all of Mandom. <laughs> That's all there is to say. <laughs> I love Rip. I'm sorry. Like, I've nearly finished season four, everyone, of uh, Yelling Murders. The show is amazing. It is the right mix of cheese. The What works is the characters are all fucking awesome. Even the ones you hate are really cool. Like, I don't know, man. I don't know what to say. Uh, it's been a great ride, Charlie and I've loved it. Well, howdy, partner. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited to talk about uh, that uh, on a Never Realm episode soon. Oh um, yeah, and uh, we will do that. But uh, yeah, Luke, we got two big shows to talk about. But before we get to that, we have a uh, thing, a few news items we got to talk about. So uh, be careful when you set that glass down, Luke. But um, oh, sorry. Is, is people be sick, bro? So, like, this first show has some changes on it because, like, people got stomach flu. It's funny because they always say illness. Now they say illness or temperature. They don't say, bro, got COVID, <laughs> you know? So, like, And it's like COVID's kind of running wild again, brother, 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 here in America. So, you know, it's kind of hard to believe that it's not that. But it wasn't that. It was stomach flus. And people ended up being back for Ria Goku. We only had one change. It wasn't anything huge. So, um, Mr. Guy, mm-hmm. do you think, like, you know that restaurant where, like, everyone's like, hey, I've been to Japan, I've got the jacket for the restaurant. Do you, reckon they all ate, do you reckon they all ate there and got, like, <laughs> I don't know, butt roids or something, and they were just like, oh, no, nah, man, we're done, we can't possibly do this house show. Mm-hmm. 
That's exactly what happened, you know. Um, <laughs> so one of, these, one of these days we'll look up Google reviews for Rivera Steakhouse. <laughs> Should it be Gabe Kids like, I'm a madman. You made my butt explode. <laughs> Loose explosion. <laughs> yeah. Now I know what, where he got that name. <laughs> uh, but Luke, we also have another big news item, you know, and our best friend on Twitter, our new best friend on Twitter, uh, you know, that isn't. The, you know, the, the guy that uh, is the coach of the Diamond Dolphins. But our, our new best friend on Twitter is Walker Stewart, the guy who is taking Kevin Kelly's place later this year, early next year. We're not sure yet, but he will be there. And uh, he is going to be the new guy. And uh, apparently he's a young guy. I like that. I like that he, you know, will probably be able to commit a little more to New Japan. And uh, we'll get some Kevin Kelly tonight that I'm a little surprised about. I didn't even expect to have him at all, but we get him both nights. So uh, very interesting. Luke, your thoughts? I'm going to miss Kevin Kelly. I, I always will. He's a, he's a big part of maybe – I feel like he helped me transition in. Like his commentary helped me be like, hey, uh, this is the, these are the stories going on. Like this is this is what's cool about New Japan and – like, that really helped me, so I'm going to miss him. But Walker Stewart's like, what? He's 21 or something crazy like that. Mm-hmm. So they've got someone young who's, I don't know, young and hungry and doesn't have a wife and many kids. So, like, I can't blame Kevin Kelly at all, man. I I wouldn't want to be away from charity for that long. It's, it's crazy. So I, I totally understand it. I'm going to miss him, though. Well, I, I get it, too. I wouldn't want to be away from my empty apartment for long because, um, you know, that would be sad. But anyway, um, so <laughs> all right. You got to laugh at that. Otherwise, I feel terrible about myself. So anyway, <laughs> but Luke, uh, I think that's all the news. I, I guess the rest of the news we will cover as we get to it. But this first uh, show we're going to talk about, which is the house showiest show that ever showed a house. And it is at the Miyagi Industrial Exchange Center. Um, which is also known as the Dream Messe Miyagi, which, uh, <laughs> and lately we've been uh, digging up, scraping the, you know, the the Googles of the internet in order to find Google reviews. And I believe I sent you one right before we start recording. Is that correct? That is correct, Mr. Guy. And uh, I will read that review right now. Gather more people. It's like that. The same goes for the companies. But doTERRA market is not lively. AI, I need live information. Don't take the customer's voice lightly. The mayor, oh, you've never been here before. So Sendai City is local, isn't isn't it? Do you understand? One star. Do you understand, Luke? I don't think you do. Even if I wasn't half cut, I don't think I would understand that. What the fuck's I like going that. On? I like that one a good... lot. Call out the mayor. <laughs> Why? They're going to go on speed tell motherfucker. Like, it's like, this place sucks. More people. More it's people. It's so funny. All right. Well, I also have one. Um, And it goes a little something like this. It says, it reads, excuse me. On January 12th, I went to an antique market, but a person selling pumpkin seeds, walnuts, etc., told me. That if I didn't buy them, I wouldn't try them. I feel very bad. Never again, I thought. One star. So, 
So this guy that's selling nuts, it's like, you can't try them. You can't just try a nut. You don't get free nuts. And he's like, well, fuck you then. And fuck this whole place. I feel like you found people who did like reviews on acid or something like that's yeah. that's, that's some weird shit. That's Google Translate. We can uh, we can thank for that. But uh, yes. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, I was having a sip of beer now. Yeah, you don't I've, have to tell. I finished the mellow and a bit of beer. That's <laughs> okay. right. So there's lots of match changes. They go through them all, but uh, I didn't write them all down because I'm a professional like that. So uh, the f- the first match we do have is uh, Bolton Oleg versus Yuta Nakashima. This is short. I feel like Bolton Oleg almost kills Yuta Nakashima at some point. Mm-hmm. So Yuta Nakashima smacks the shit out of Bolton Oleg. <laughs> but Bolton Oleg has a title match coming up. And dude... I asked you on the on the I I, I asked the Tweety and then I asked I asked you first. <laughs> I was like, dude, did Bolton Oleg just beat Yudo Nakashima with the you can't escape thing that Kenny Omega does? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he did. He didn't do the flip part from the from the corner off the or anything Good. like that. But he, he would have killed both of them if he tried that. So. Oh my god. But he, he won with the you can't escape, and I was just like, what the f- – wait, I what? Mean, you know, I'm not mad at it. I just don't understand why he has a finisher now. I thought I that – I found – I was like, this this show is taking place in a glorified garage. So why is it <sighs> – you know, why are people getting wins here that are young lines? It doesn't make any sense. So, so Mr. Guy, before you continue with the next match – this is where I have feed problems for this night. And, look, I'm going to say something that might shock some listeners, but I love watching New Japan Pro Wrestling Live. And not only that, I like watching New Japan Pro Wrestling Live with the person I do this motherfucking podcast with, goddammit. And mm-hmm. I've had problems. I, not only have I had problems, but uh, uh, members of uh, other podcasts have had problems Stiff guy, uh, I think. The Stiffy Boys have had problems. That's it. Uh, I know Josh has had problems. I feel your pain, man. I'm feeling it. And so this is the only time I'll mention it because I tell you what, I was on a fucking knife's edge for most of Destruction because I was just like, oh, shit, at any moment, it's all over. And I have to show to Mr. Andy immediately, I have to catch up tomorrow. Bye. And uh, your response, okay. And I'm like, I just want to watch it with my body, man. I just want to, yeah. So this is where I had feed problems, and I said to Mr. Guy, look, it's going to fuck up for me. I'm, I'll come back tomorrow. So I watched the, this show, the rest of the show the next day. Zero problems. Nothing. Like, it's like nothing had ever happened. I'm like, holy shit. And uh, spoiler alert, I had absolutely zero problems with destruction. Absolutely. It's like nothing was ever a problem ever. Like, yeah. I, we, yeah. we did anyway. forget to mention there was this big press conference that they held where they were like, hey, New Japan sure is doing okay, and so is stardom. And like, hey, man, we're getting that new uh, New Japan world coming up. We don't know when, but we sure are getting it, you know. And uh, they also said stardom was doing good. So, you know, hopefully that that new app or whatever the fuck they're working on will come back, come soon. I've also heard, though, that like when it shows up, 
the um you know it won't uh it, it won't have everything at first so they'll be adding stuff as it goes so it's going to be a work in progress but man i've been a member of new japan world since it like since it was available i've been paying them eight dollars or however much it is a month since then since 2014 or whenever that showed up so i'm you know i'm excited for something new and hopefully it will it will fix all of the stiff boy and your problems down there in australia because that's a good way to lose fucking viewers is to like not have a you know the easier a fan can watch your shit the easier they're going to be a fan and the easier they're going to be able to watch it with their friends across the world and all the fun stuff we get to do. The more difficult that you make that, the more that we just, you know, we just might say, fuck it and just end this podcast right now, you know? So fix it, New Japan. Just saying. Uh, dude, if, if worst comes to worst, I don't think I've ever had a problem with Wrestle Universe. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> never tried to watch anything live on there maybe one thing That's i don't true. know so but, uh, <laughs> all right so uh next look we hear the united empire theme and newman comes out and i i never look at the cards and i'm thinking oh so newman doesn't even have a song you know but that's not what happened it's <laughs> i was like oh poor guy doesn't even have a song but really he's just with a group of people and that is the united empire it's uh great o'con newman and he nah, ray versus Yoshihashi, Yano, and Oscar Luebe, and uh, Great Okan, he, um, hmm, he, oh, he does this thing where he winks at the camera now on his way to the ring, and after the match, he does it too, and my god, the comedic timing on that is just fantastic, so, um, also, I like how, um, I don't know if we've mentioned it, but since Hanari got his, uh, you know, his whole like new gimmick and everything and, and, you know, he's this new wrestler, basically, he's getting the like snap zoom thing. He's getting a special, you know, uh, announcement during his entrance as far as like his name is a little different now when Abe says it. So, you know, when New Japan does stuff like that, that they are in. So I'm. Um, Oh, they're so behind him, aren't they? I love it yeah. too. Yes, please, yes. It's great. Yeah. So also um, something I forgot to mention a while back, it was in my notes, but I think it's just something more important came up because everything is more important than this. But um, I've noticed that Yoshihashi <laughs> does this thing when he's on his way to the ring, when he's when he's leaving the ring after a win, is he lets fans touch his pole. And it's just like, and it's just like Yoshi, you are you how can you be any more weird? But just when you think he can't, then he is. So wrestling happens. Yano tries to pull Hanari's hair, but Hanari does not have hair. Oh, so funny. And uh so Hanari beats him up uh with the corner pad to uh, everyone's shock and uh, despair. But uh Great Okan sits on Yano in the corner and United Empire beat him up for a while. So Yoshihashi wrestles in this match. And then there's a Ho train spot on Great Okan and the, <laughs> the exposed turnbuckle. And Oscar Lue almost wins. But in the end, Great Okan punches Oscar in the fucking face and pins him. And that was a match that we watched. All right. Was this another match where. Oh, no. We, I don't think Yoshi was replacing things. So, no. Because something happens in this match on this night. But. Uh, Not, yeah, I think something weird happened. I think that got mixed up. Somebody, I think Cobb was supposed to be in that match and he wasn't. There was a couple people you know, that weren't on that sh on this show. You know how Newman is like the Prince of Speed or whatever the fuck he is. 
Well, he must have been really fucking fast in this match because I didn't see him do much in this one. So yeah. uh, <laughs> he came out. So I saw fun. him come out. You know. Uh, well, yeah, I tell you what, there. he's the Prince of Pace. They're saying, and like, man, we gotta be careful who we let run the ropes with that guy. I'm just saying because he's making people look stupid <laughs> at some points, and it's like, let's just let just just let Suji wrestle him. Nobody else, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, Hiromu too. I'll give I'll give it that. Like I give him that. Uh, he fucked it up but too. It's... So <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. But uh, <laughs> next week we have, dude. Were you shocked that this was this low in the card? Like this is the house show, and like this the semifinal last second last match of this very predictable weird feud that doesn't feel like a feud because it doesn't feel like it's two teams against one team against one team it feels like i am shooter i hate ren i am yuji nagata i hate minara suzuki i am what and i hate hell desperado uh, sorry i couldn't i couldn't resist uh, <laughs> i'm sorry and, and i'm like all right i'm Watto and i take in these matches feel like watching an AEW or WWE mixed tag match because I swear to Christ, like Watto might as well be a lady because it's like as soon as he tags in, oh Desperado's got to tag in. He's a lady too, or I guess like, like oh, it's, it's like, like a mixed like tag. That kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, like a mixed tag. So Renderita tags in, oh you know no one else can wrestle him. It's gotta yeah. be it's gotta be shooter. And I'm like oh are these for the titles or anything? No, but the Dream Team's got the titles. It's like, I, I, yeah, it's just, I, have, I have a it's, lot to say about this. This is weird dude, and so weird, right? It's, it's so weird. It's weird that this is low on the card on a house show. You feel like on a house show like this, it would be a one match card. This being the fucking one match, but that's okay. Uh, Tenzan's on commentary, and I want to see them do an Abe spot on him, but then I realized no one's going to do that. And uh, I wish one of these teams was wrestling house of torture because that would have happened and I would have loved it. Uh, <laughs> there's really good Matt, Matt stuff by Ren and shooter to start. I love seeing a uh, uh, shooter kick his way out of a, a, a test of strength and some uh, vicious looking European uppercuts. Ren gets the upper hand with a Cobra twist and, uh, Strong style. They start wailing on Shooter. But uh, it's now Despy Wato segment time. I like how my notes say that. All right. I guess i got to stop talking about the other stuff then. <laughs> <laughs> and and that's been my next line is, they, man, they really stick to the formula with these three feuds. It doesn't feel like two teams. And I feel like over time, like at the start of this feud, it would have been cool if it started off like, I hate you and only you. And then over the course of these matches, the desperation to win and all that kind of stuff ended up being like, no, nah, man, we're a fucking team. No, nah, and we're a team. And and that kind of stuff. Like, they could have done so much story stuff. They've had seven matches to kind of incorporate all this stuff. But every match has been kind of like a really good, but kind of a rinsey, repeaty kind of situation. And that's a shame. Uh, because uh, <laughs> I, I really like almost you're all very, of, you I like, sound very sad about it. Like you're giving it eulogy. I like all these wrestlers. Like I, I'm a sucker for it. I'm like, and and then then I get like 
the end of this match is my shit. So I say all that, Mr. Guy, and then they, then they give me my shit, which is Minoru Suzuki and Yuji Nagata beating the shit out of each other. And it's my favorite. I love it. And forget everything I've just said about this match to this point because I'm in heaven. And then got Star Pile Driver on Yuji Nagata and a Strong Style win. So, yeah. It's a really good Got Style Pile Driver, too. His it's awesome. so good. And uh, Suzuki roars in victory after it. You know, he's like, yeah, finally, even though I just won a couple matches before, but whatever. Um, okay, so here's my problem with this whole thing. It's similar to what you just said, but, like, um, his story is extremely simple. And usually New Japan tells these, like, elaborate stories, you know, that are... Yes! And, and that's the problem here is that everything is so simple and dumbed down that it's like... It, like, okay, like what you just said, like, why can't this, I mean, it, like, just to build off what you said, you said, oh, well, why can't they expand the feud? Meaning, you know, uh, Watto hates Desperado going into this, but then he gets wronged by, you know, uh, uh, Minoru Suzuki during the match somehow. And, and then he gets mad at him and all of a sudden they're switching, you know, who's mad at each other and all that stuff. And I, I just feel like there could have been a yeah. lot more there. Um, and, you know, we're, I mean, Maybe Watto, he's trying to get in the Sapphire Sheriffs. I don't think it worked. But the other problem that we got going on here, I mean, we're having to make up our own story. So uh, the other problem we got going on here is that this match started, they were 2-2-1, and one, okay? So uh, Strong Style wins. Now it's 3-2-1, and one, and they have one <laughs> match left. I wonder what's going to happen. You oh, know? I have no idea, man. Oh, Jesus. And and the fact that they already had I'm that. on the center of my seat. I mean, on the center. I'm leaned back in my seat, relaxed completely. Yes. It's, um, the story's too simple. It's just dumb. And, but, but my prediction was wrong because as soon as I saw the result of this, I'm like, well, they're going eight matches at least, you know, um, that could still happen, but it, instead it's even simpler than that. So, um, We'll get to that. But uh, next, Luke, we have Bullet Club versus Team Unaffiliated. And uh, this is a terrible match for me to do because I didn't even know who was in this match. It's just like a bunch of guys come out and they start fighting. And I'm like, uh, well, who's like in this match? You know? <laughs> it's just like everybody. So it's a huge brawl all over the arena, quote unquote. And the crowd has fun booing uh, Bullet Club. Oh, and then the match happens and it's heat on Giotto. And then crappy fire up. And then Kushida's in. Oh, yeah, he's in this match. And he gets a hot tag on Connor and, and like versus Connors. And it's great. And he runs wild on everybody doing like flippy, you know, kicks in the corner and running into the ropes with his feet in the air and stuff. I love that. And then ELP kind of stands in for Kevin Knight and runs wild uh, on the junior tag champs to help Kushida. That was cool. Oh, but then Tonga Loa and Chase Owens get in, <laughs> start wrestling. Um, and Tama is in versus Finley, and it's really good. But guess what the finish of this match is, Luke? You guessed it. Gun stun on Gato. Tama wins, and everybody fights, and Bullet Club stand tall. All right. Mr. Guy, you know I love House of Torture. You know I do. Uh, I love them, and I don't care what anyone says. I think they're awesome. But... Uh, if they wrestle, if they wrestle chaos again, I'm just like I'm gonna be apoplectic. I'm just like fuck off, no showing you on, no don't do it, right? Mm -hmm. 
they need to feud with other people for a while, and that's what they have been doing, and it's been fucking really working. It's been working. Like, I feel like the House of Torture, Just Five Guys feud's been fucking hot. And look, but... <laughs> I like, I want to like these people in Hontai, and I love this version of Bullet Club. They need to feud with other people's stat. Give, give these Hontai guys to the Empire, give the new Bullet Club guys to, uh, I don't know, some LIJ or something. I mean, you just need to I mix mean, it up. A- I feel like that this version of Bullet Club should devastate, just absolutely murder this version of Team mm. created. You know what I mean? Like, I just feel like they should go in there and destroy them. You know, I, that's just my opinion. You know, I don't know. I, I know that. It, it, OK, so we saw the the, you know, we'll talk about it later. But the whole like, you know, tying thing, you know, the 50 50 booking that we're getting with, uh, you know, the other Hontai feud. And it's like, I hate that. Um, and. Are we doing that with BC and Team Unaffiliated here? I don't know. I just, I don't know, man. I just want, I just want someone to like dominate, and that's usually a good thing. But I don't know. Hmm. We need a team to say "fuck you." We're on top. Like it's been a while since well, we've had that. Not just say it, do it. You know, the, and and here's the problem is that we have had a team like that, but it's Team Fisherman. <laughs> so it's like, oh yeah. It's right. like who are I? You know. Anyway. All right, so the next <laughs> match we have, and I appreciate you for uh, allowing me to do the the, the Well, this. everything you do is at my behest, so I appreciate you know the, I appreciate yeah. your uh, your um what do you call that patronism or something. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's right. Uh, <laughs> I'm on the first tier of Patreon. Um, so. <laughs> It's it's House of Torture. It's with Dick Togo. So we got uh, e- email <laughs> show. Fucking Yujiro, who's so fucking lucky to have lucked into a faction that's awesome and doing awesome stuff, having awesome feuds with awesome wrestlers. So he look, looks good. Fuck, he's so fucking lucky. And the, the fucking heel master, Yoshinobu Katafakinmaru, versus... Right now, at the moment, just four guys, mm. which is Taichi, Sonata, Doki, and Taka Michinoku. Did I you like notice, seeing, uh, Luke, the, yeah. the suspected fifth new guy was also in the ring during this match? Did you see him? Mm. Referee Marty Asami. <laughs> Dude, there's something extra awesome when uh, Ref Trumpy is... <laughs> Involved oh, man. in the House so, of Torture match. He's on fire in the, <laughs> on the next night, man. What Dude, the next night, no, no ref chumps faster or harder than ref chumpy. And I'm just like, he he's the ref that has the least to do with that match because he chumps the fuck out. Who do you think? Who do you think taught Yoshihashi how to bust his face open on the steps? It was chumpy. He showed him. <laughs> He showed him how to drop toehold himself. <laughs> self self drop toehold. There's a there's a t-shirt for oh, your kids. Oh my god. Yeah, though so I, I like saying evil get pissed off here when uh, he's called the challenger show. So uh, the show takes the microphone and proclaims evil as as the champion. 
as he is right now because he's holding the title. There's a there's the show on the mic also to speak trash, so the crowd boos big time. <laughs> I guess he's there in this weird town that I don't remember this arena much before. So you could have done your usual, like here's something about this arena facts instead of it's, this uh, new gimmick. It's you you know your garage, it's that but bigger. That's what it is. So <laughs> there's a fucking giant garage door on camera like the whole time, and it's like could. Uh, can you set up at the other end? Oh, there is no other end. Okay, got it. No, no, it all looks like that. It's totally identical. So, uh, how's the torture attack? They take it to the outside. There's a show and the show and Tai Chi in the ring. Show is such a cocky asshole, and uh, you saves it from Tai Chi, but Tai Chi fires back. Uh, Katamari gets into Tai Chi's face, and Tai Chi is so fucking pissed off. <laughs> and then. How does Yoshinobu Kanemaru shut it down every time like a piece of shit heel master legend that he is? Irakes. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's bringing out the Irakes. What a fucking huge asshole. But he eats a huge boot by Tai Chi. Taka eats exposed corner steel thanks to evil lifting the pad. By the way, if it's a House of Torture match, I don't think it... I feel like it needs saying. You might see it. You might not. But someone's going to get hit with the exposed steel corner buckle thing being removed because it's a House of Torch match. It's gone. It's a, it's a magic trick. I don't know how they do it. <laughs> it's awesome. I fucking love it. Uh, now, uh, Taka eats, eats the, the exposed steel thanks to Evil lifting the pad. Evil starts choking out Sonata with Doki's Oh, what a douchebag! Oh, oh, um, oh my god, uh, Chumpy being chumped out big time, allowing House of Torture to stomp on Taka. Come on, Chumpy! Man, is being an ignorant asshole part of boot camp? Holy shit, what's going on here? Uh, all of House of Torture kills Taka Michinoku in the corner with the whole trade spot. Yeah. Oh my god. A uh, jumping nut shot into into Taka's nuts by Dick Togo. Taka finally tags in the champ, which is Sonata, and, and not Evil, even though uh, I, I wouldn't mind if Evil was the champ. Spoiler he's not. <laughs> he gets the upper hand over House of Torture, and he kips up. That's pretty cool. Togo hits Sonata with that Doki's pole as well, and I'm just like, what? the fuck are you doing? Doki's pole is a liability, man. Maybe yeah, he needs, a, he needs a to shit the back. It, the, the, the <laughs> Doki's pole, your, your, your time is nigh. It, it's over. There's a fisherman buster by evil. And uh, by the way, uh, two people in House of Torture do fisherman busters. Yeah. Uh, one of them is Yujiro and the other one is evil. Guess whose Fisherman Busters I like more? Uh, I, spoiler alert. Yeah, it's the guy I have two t-shirts for. It's fucking evil. He's the I mean, technically, best. you have a Yujiro shirt or two. So he is Dude. in House of Torture, <laughs> So you gave money to Yujiro. <laughs> Dude. I, I know you say that, but... I don't know how to... I, I, I don't know, man. Every group has someone that's kind of stinking. I've got a couple of, like... Switchblade era bullet club shirts, and I'm like, 
Chase Allen's in that group. So is like Tonga Law. So like, yeah. come on, man. Do you think? Do you think some of that money is going to support human trafficking that you gave Pippi? <laughs> Dude, Peter. I mean, Peter's Peter's the one. Peter's the one who calls the shots. Like That's she's true. the fucking pimp. Man, where where is she's she? Fucking... Hopefully, hopefully soon. Yeah. I feel like when I feel like I need to see a moment where all hope is lost for just five guys, and then, as a rallying cry, as a call to arms, to all of just five guys, Miho Abe appears. What? How funny would it have been if she came out in the big match, you know, as the fifth guy, and it was just her with like a mustache on? <laughs> oh my god! So That's going to the starting. <laughs> Some Life of Brian shit right there. That yeah, House of Torture just beat the shit out of her. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So, yes. Uh, Togo hits Sonata with Doki's pole. Fuck you. Fisherman Buster by Evil. House of Torture gets them through group therapy on Kanemaru, including a double stomp and a Doki Chokey by our boy, fucking Doki. Come on. Dude. Oh. Fucking, oh my god. That's my favorite. Like, he's my favorite referee in all of wrestling. I think he's yours too. And that's one of the most amazing things that he does. Get up! Get up! Right in your fucking face. It's just like, it's not, it's, it's, it's almost like it's not just humiliating to tap out. It's humiliating to tap out and looking up at Chumpy while you do it too. Because <laughs> he asked, Give up! <laughs> yes, I give up. I give up. Oh my god. Doki kicks out of a Yujiro double-team move, and guess what that Yujiro double-team move is? Mm. Yep. It's a fisherman buster. <laughs> <laughs> Doki hits a date break for two, but Kanemaru kicks out. Chumpy is chumped, so Doki can get hit, and uh, Kanemaru can get the win. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, post-match, there's a, a donkey, uh, donkey, a Doki stomping post-match. Some kind of cool neck breaker move by Evil onto Sonata, and I'm just like, what's that neck breaker move thing? I've never seen it before, or haven't seen it that much. Evil holds the title over Sonata, and Taichi and Taka clear the ring and uh, help their guys to safety. That was extremely detailed. Good job. Um, I enjoyed Thanks, man. That. that was I, fun. I, dude, I love that feud. I l- fucking love it. That's that's how you know, I guess. <laughs> I like uh, I like how it, during their big like fire up, all four guys and just four guys got to hit planches. It was supposed to be at the same time and all four sides, but Yujiro was still on the ground and like Doki oh, wait wait for God. Him. Like fuck you, Yujiro. Totally <laughs> fucking Yujiro, dude. He's so lucky to be in feuds like this. Like yeah. he's he's like the other guy. Man, I see Bushi infused like this, and I see a guy that fucking makes it work and makes himself shine like a fucking star who you you, you could think like, like he coasts, but just watch Bushi work. He's not coasting. He's fucking a fucking awesome wrestler. And I see a guy like Ijiro who's just like, yeah, I'm here. Yeah, yeah. All right, Luke. Well, uh, after the I, match, I, Mar- Marty Asami gets chumped out by Taichi because Marty's trying to raise his hand, and Taichi's like, get the fuck off me. And uh, and so then he throws a chair down the aisle at House of Torture, and it goes, like, bouncing around and almost kills someone. I love that. Tai Chi mad throwing chairs is the best. So, so Luke, we have <laughs> ourselves here 
the main event of this evening, and that is an elimination yep. tag. That's why this is the main event because it's a big long match, and you know, and so it is. It is Okada, Tanahashi, yo, and Ishii with Taguchi versus Lij. All of them, even oh wait, uh, the other guys. So, Mister Guy, before you talk about this match, mm-hmm. I remember watching this and uh, sending you various messages as I watched this house show, <laughs> and I said to you. Straight off the bat, Yo's in this match. I hope he gets eliminated first. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. And I did not respond because I had already no, watched it. No, you did not. So, <laughs> anyway, so uh, there's a really funny part at the beginning. Taguchi's acting super goofy and, like, bowing and acting all serious to everybody. And he does it to everybody. And Ishii sees him coming and just walks away to the apron to the delight of everyone. And that is so funny, man. Um, I love Ishii's just, like... I will not do silly shit. I tag with Yano mm-hmm. all the time, but I'm not doing silly shit unless it helps us win. So um, let's see here. So he, uh, Taguchi wants to start, but uh, with Hiromu, and that's always a great, you know, little mini feud. But Suji's like, I would like to wrestle Okada. And uh, that is great. <laughs> so I really like that. I like Suji's character that he's like, he's too big for his britches, but his britches are pretty goddamn big. You know what I mean? That's so it's right. like it's like that's kind of the deal. I like it. You know I'll what I loved about it as well? It was like just this just this little reminder of these young guys who are just like, hey, uh, I want to beat Okada. I want to be a guy who beat who can beat Okada. And uh, him just kind of flexing like that. I loved it. It was great stuff. He was while he was saying that, Bushi was saying, I want to beat up Taguchi's balls. So he resumes his feud <laughs> with Taguchi's balls, which is always a good time. And LIJ attack the funky weapon, like literally. We get some Ishii versus Shingo, which is good. And then Shingo is left alone versus the dream team. Uh Bushi almost eliminates Ishii. And then here are our here are our eliminations in order. Uh, Shingo and Ishii, they fight too hard on the apron. They're just going too hard, and they eliminate each other, which is kind of fun. So Because so, they have a match coming up in America, I think. So, uh, no, anyway. Royal Quest. Royal A, England. That is the country that they will be fighting in. And uh, next, we have Suji eliminating Tanahashi mysteriously. I didn't write down how it happened. But uh, Okada retaliates and dropkicks Suji off the apron, eliminating him. And then Okada dodges, making Bushi run into Denido, eliminating him. And then Taguchi accidentally does the same thing and eliminates Okada. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> so uh, Taguchi eliminates Bushi with his ass, getting revenge for the earlier, you know, disrespect he was showing his huevos and butt. Um, but uh, then Taguchi and Yo do the Leo Rush combo moves on Hiromu, who is the only LIJ member left. So it's uh, so, but Hiromu eliminates Taguchi, and here we are uh, with a trapping pin, by the way. And here we are. It's Yo and Hiromu. So they have a little mini singles match, and I'm thinking, well, so Leo Rush is sick. He was supposed to be, you know, in the spot here, and mm-hmm. he's not. So maybe Yo pins Hiromu so he can join the three way, and yeah, that's what happens. So Yo hits his finish, pins Hiromu clean to win the match. Boo! Uh, but it actually worked out pretty good, you know. So, um, but yeah, I was like, ah, that's got to be so that he can join, you know, that that uh, three-way match that we'll talk about uh, here coming up soon. Luke, what did you think of House Show, House Show before the destruction in Ryukoku? 
I really like this. I really like this show. I feel like it was perfect that Okada eliminated Yoda Suji, uh, like a fucking asshole as well. So that that just kind of feeds into all that of Okada being a mostly a face, but as soon as like the like you know the 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 future stares him in the face, he's just like a massive douchebag to it. I love that. It's one of my favorite storylines in wrestling. He, he so, no, hates the future. He hates it. Oh my he, god. He likes the past. He's he tries he dresses up like an Oki. <laughs> <laughs> Man. No, it was a good show. Yeah. I oh, liked we, it a lot. We did forget to mention that Kevin Kelly and Chris were on the call via satellite for that. Or wait, was yeah, right? Or was it Japanese? No, it was Japanese commentary for that one. They're on the call live for the next show, which I was surprised by. Yes, absolutely. I was surprised by it too. Uh, so, I guess there's some major, major big shows that uh, Kevin Kelly still contracted for. I feel like it ends with uh, Wrestle Kingdom as well. Yes, so. yes. And Luke, would you like to tell us the big news that was spilled about Wrestle Kingdom? That is the other big news that we found out. Is it is the commentary news? It is. It is. So, yeah. Uh, Mr. Odino Gambino will be there at Wrestle Kingdom this year. So, uh, fuck yeah. I've missed his voice. Oh, man. I've missed, I've missed hearing his voice as I interact with him. And I've uh, on this pod, very podcast, I can't believe we did that. And uh, I, miss, uh, I miss hearing him on the commentary for New Japan. Yeah. So, uh, we don't like to talk about future plans, but... Man, the tradition of him being on Wrestle Kingdom and then being on our show maybe the week after. Eh, we'll see. So we'll see if we can continue yeah. that tradition. But uh, Luke, Destruction sure. and Rhea Goku is at the Rhea Goku oh God, National yeah. Sumo Hall. And it turns out that some people don't like this place. Did you uh, <laughs> did you get a Google review where someone was expressing their feelings about Rhea Goku's National Sumo Hall? Oh, I definitely got one of those, Mr. Guy. And it reads like this. The worst place in Tokyo. <laughs> Bad facilities, rude people, boring game, and the most disgusting, the awful food with cheating behavior. <laughs> One star. Cheating behavior? Is that by the players in the game that he means? Or, you know, it's funny. We... We've done. It's like you went to a wrestling show and has to torture one, and he just looks like such a mark. I don't know. <laughs> I can't wait till next time we're at uh, IT Dolphins Arena because I'm going to look up the rules <laughs> for that, and it's just going to be like Dolphins rule, Dolphins rule, Dolphins rule. Um, never open podcast, five stars. You know, so it's just going to be that. <laughs> but uh, Luke, I also have uh, some feelings expressed by oh, yeah. a uh, person who went to uh, Ryokoku Sumo Hall, and uh, <laughs> it goes a little something like this. On September 23rd, there was a customer who was watching a sumo wrestling match, and there was a customer cheering aloud. I want him to quit. One star. You want the customer to quit? What are you, someone who works there at retail or something and doesn't like that customer? I think this was going on. This was during, you know, the no cheering thing, I think. And this guy was like, well, fuck you. You're not allowed to cheer. Follow the rules, dickhead. So, um, you know, I don't know. 
But uh, are you, did you watch the Frontier Zone match, Luke? And would you like to uh, help us by telling us all about it? Uh, uh, no. You didn't watch it. All right, so I'll tell us about that. So Thank you so much. Yeah, and like I said, we have Kevin and Chris there live, which is a shock. I was like, oh, wow. And, man, you know, I listen, I like Kevin Kelly. He's awesome, but, man, don't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> it's just great. So. No, man, he's got his new job. It's all good. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's been it's been that way. No one in AEW reminds him of his annoying sons. Right. <laughs> well, and we, we were talking about Walker Stewart, Texas Ranger, earlier, and about <laughs> how, you know, he's young. He doesn't have any kids that Water could remind him of. So that's... <laughs> That is a key element to getting hired um, for this. But, uh, Luke, it's... <laughs> they were like, listen, do you have any young sons? All right. Do they remind you of Watto? No. Okay, great. Uh, but uh, anyway, so, uh, Luke, this is a new concept at New Japan, which I really like. It's called the Frontier Zone. And basically the idea is they will have uncontracted wrestlers who are independent guys or DDT or All Japan or whoever the fuck. And they will come in and tag together versus established New Japan talent in an opening like dark match. And, you know, this isn't a dark match because we get to see it. But here it is. Um, I bought will botch all the names. So it is uh, Takahori, who is the bunny guy from um, the All-Star Juniors thing. We saw him before. Hmm. And uh, Kengo, uh, who does pretty much nothing in this match. Uh, Jun Masaoka, uh, Kazumi, Kazuma Sumi, and then Takeshi Masato, Masato versus Yoshihashi, Taguchi, Tiger Mask, Yano, and Oscar Lewis. And... Um, <laughs> We know that, you know, Taguchi and Bunny Guy have some issues because last time, you know, Taguchi disrespected the bunny and, you know, this guy's got to get over on him. That's what's going to happen here, right? So we get a really fun part towards the beginning where Sumi tries to size up Oscar, but Oscar just destroys him until he gets distracted by the bunny and gets triple drop kicked. It takes three dudes to take out uh, Oscar Luebe because – you know, he's hanging from New Japan's giant swinging dick. So, um, <laughs> so Yoshihashi, speaking of hanging, Yoshihashi hangs two dudes on the fucking ropes and hits his crappy drop kick. But he needs help from Taguchi. So he's trying to get the big swinging dick out, but he needs help. So, which is understandable. It's pretty big. But, uh, and then, you know, <laughs> Chris, Chris uh, Charlton reminds us of the funny heat between Taguchi and uh, Takahora, or however you say his name. And Taguchi uh, takes moves from all four guys, not just four guys, all four guys. And we get quadruple bunny distraction, and Taguchi makes bunny ta uh, guy tap to the Oman Garankle. Uh, okay, so one of these guys is the DDT Iron Man champion, the 24-7, which, by the way, uh, you know, the uh, man, the professional athlete that we uh, covered heels with, John Murray Pro, uh, was I think he's the three time DDT Ironman champ. So, um, nice. you know, I, I know a few people that have uh, held that title, which is pretty cool. And so Yano tries to roll that dude up after the match. Right. And he's like and the guy barely escapes. And then Taguchi does it. And then Yano again and dude runs away. And he goes over to Kevin Kelly and he's trying to talk to him and to Gucci and, and fucking Yana rolls him up again right there. But he, <laughs> it's great because the ref is right there ready to count every time. Um, and then uh, Taguchi stuffs the bunny down his crack. Um, so that happens. 
Yeah. So anyway, the next match, Luke, uh, you're going to tell us all about, but it's pretty interesting. Um, I like this. I also don't like it, but I, I think we're telling a pretty obvious story here with the uh, just fifth guy. But uh, what do you think? I think you're right. Uh, I also feel like your feelings that you just expressed right now, uh, my feelings f- for the night, like, I like I like this show. It's a good show. It, it features great wrestling. It, it progresses storylines. It has title changes. It's exciting. Just didn't have that like extra oomph factor that made me go fucking oh my god ah oh, holy shit I'm shitting my pants talking to you right now, Mister Guy. Oh my god. It, Where instead I'm just time. yeah. So uh, I don't know, but it, it's still a show that I was entertained by. And our first match is Yoshinobu Kanemaru show. <sighs> fucking Ijiro Takahashi versus Taichi. Doki and X. And who's X? Kojima. Oh, wait. (laughs) (laughs) All right. What's this guy's nickname? Who is he? What's this guy about? Who is it, Mr. Guy? Heat Storm. It's Yuya Uemura, who is the obvious choice to join Just Five Guys. But one of the distinctions that's different um, is that he has white gear with like flames on it and you know just four guys just five guys whatever they are uh they wear black gear so that's a very unsubtle thing that like hey maybe these guys aren't on the same team and uh, we get some more subtle storytelling with that later on that we'll talk about but uh tell us all about the match as soon as as soon as i saw you or mora's gear I was like, oh, you're not long for this faction, that's for sure. Yeah, um, it seems that way. Um, but his gear kind of matches up with his in-ring style, and uh, I'm yeah. sure you'll, you'll tell us all about that, I'm sure. He's 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 also crying as well. He's so happy to be back. Good. And uh, House of Torture respect that by attacking as soon as they possibly can, of course. <laughs> and... Uh, Kanemaru is amazing in this match. He's getting that fucking heat. Everyone hates that he fucking. Everyone hates that he fucking betrayed just five guys to join House of Torture, and here he is just fucking just just going for. Oh my god, it's just. He is the hill master, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Like he even cuts off a doki dive. Uh, there's underhanded tactics to Taichi as well. He's just a fucking piece of shit, Mr. Yoshinobu Kanemaru, and I absolutely love it. I love it. Oh, my God. Doki tags in a hot tag to, to Heat Storm. His arm drags right away, and a fishman bust. <laughs> and then, oh, look, how's the torture take over? And Yujiro is just like, welcome back, kid. Here you go. A fisherman buster. <laughs> Fuck your fucking you, Juro. Oh my god. Does I mean well Luke, what else was he gonna do? Bite his hand? It's it's that or the fisherman buster. One or the other. Or or it's one of the juices. It's a mini juice, big juice, medium juice, grande juice, it's a juice thing that's happening. Something side juice. Gin and juice. Whatever. That's right. He's he's got his mind on his money, but he's I don't know what the fuck's his mind. 
and Wes Pimp ever. Uh, Doki does this awesome backwards springboard dive thing, and Yuya Uramura wins. He wins, and guess how he wins? Oh, it's delicious. I love it. It's fantastic, Mr. Guy. He wins with a double underhook suplex that Young Lions used to do. And I was just like, man, dude, all these guys, all these new young guys, they do suplexes out the ass. I'm loving it. It's fantastic. I love suplexes. I They're all over with me. Suplexes, suplexes, suplexes. Okay. Give it to me. Um. So a couple things about this. Uh, you, you, you more like immediately just doing arm drags and with his gear and his hair and everything. It's like, oh, Ricky Steamboat. And remember, New Japan had another wrestler they were trying to make like the Ricky Steamboat guy. And he's now in like NXT. And uh, I just I don't even remember uh, what his name is these days. But anyway, um, that that was fun. And it was quick. And it was like, all right, new member. They get the win. House of Torture's getting their comeuppance. That's what we want. So we'll we'll see more from these guys later because we have a lumberjack, lumberjack match. Right. So uh, <laughs> later. Um, but uh, next, Luke, we have the best match ever. It is, in I'm fact, Tongaloa versus Chase Owens. So let's get through this. So Tongaloa foils a surprise attack, and then he hits. He tries to hit the 619, which is by far the worst move in pro wrestling. <laughs> and I don't mean the move. I mean when he does it. So Chase <laughs> awkwardly takes over. Chase issues a chump bump to Sakamoto, and Chase starts and and hits his stupid chop block. But Tongaloa doesn't sell, so Chase is fucked. So uh, Tongaloa hits a missile drop kick off the top rope, and it's like, what are we doing? Why are you doing that? <sighs> so Oscar does a sweet hurdle over the guardrail. Oh yeah, this is this is the kind of thing that I'm watching in this match. So they're they're like fighting towards the crowd. And, and Oscar runs over to try to help people and, and hurdles the guardrail. And I'm like, wow, that was the most athletic thing in this entire match. So it's it's, <laughs> it's one of the best parts. And so into the guardrails they go, and Kevin Kelly falls all over himself trying to sell the pain for Tongaloa because Tongaloa is not selling. And he's like, oh, he must be in so much pain. Oh, look at his face. It's, he's showing He's pain and he's having it. Um, but uh, Chase attacks his knee. Luke, what's what was wrong with Tongaloa? What was what was it coming into this match? What was wrong with him? I do believe that. Uh, hmm. What did they hmm. do? Then? Yeah. They, so I they, do believe they fucked his arm. Hmm. His so, arm. Yeah. So we're <laughs> we're uh, working hard to make sure we attack the leg when the arm's the problem. Uh, finally, he does go. He does go for the arm, but uh, Tongaloa just literally says "fuck you" and no sells it. So running C trigger that looks pretty good, and then uh, Tongaloa no sells that, of course, and gets a quick win with a cross face. What happens next, Luke? Uh, the, the the next match happens, and mm -hmm. I don't know, man. It's really good. <sighs> Look, dude. Uh, I don't know what to say, man. Like, I feel like this is where, like, I come in with something to interject and maybe play devil's advocate, maybe not. Instead, yeah. uh, I, I want to say that the next match was uh, Callum Newman, uh, Greta Khan on the cob, and Hinare versus... <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I don't don't like be so that, sad about it. I pushed you to move on. You're moving on. Don't right. apologize to me. Yeah, good. <laughs> so, Vers let's go. Versus, 
Oh, you want to say the bad? All right, versus Naito, Abushi, Yota Suji, and Shingo Takagi. It's Yota Suji and Grody Khan to tear it up at the start. And I've been forgetting that, like, Grady Khan has the post of been feuding with uh, Shingo because I feel like the feud that's uh, I I feel like uh, if there's anyone who should be worried about their spot in LIJ right now, <laughs> it might be Shingo because uh, I see Shingo, I see uh, I see Grady Khan and uh, Yoda Suji mix it up. And I want to see them wrestle more. I don't want to see Grady Khan versus Shingo. I'm just yeah, like, yeah, that's wait. the mini. That's the mini feud is is Suji versus Grado Khan. Like Grado Khan and Shingo already wrestled. So. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, and so I guess your your feelings are correct. Yeah, I, I guess Yoda Suji needs a feud he can win, and Grado Khan seems to be overlooked right now. Gatekeeper. Ah, uh, yeah, maybe. But I feel like everyone who likes it, I feel like he's in a safe spot, Mr. Greater Khan. He's very valuable. So uh, I, I don't know. But I mean, having it, said that. Listen, his graduating class is him and, and Wado. Who do you think they like more? Yeah, Greater Khan, for sure. Uh, they put him in the cool new group with their Gaijin guy they like a lot. Hey, by the way, so, like, we, there you go. we were. We were speculating, or, you know, do you think that since Ishimori got hurt, that Wada won a year early? Oh, my God, maybe. I think so, man. Because, I, I, you know, maybe I'm wrong, but maybe it was supposed to be Wada the whole time. But I just – that story felt so organic, too. It just seemed like, hmm, you know, I don't know. We'll talk. Having said that, that like, yeah, so. look – we like we. I feel like we 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 like Wato. We're like Fox Mulder in his office. Like we want to believe. What have they done with Wato since the best of the Super Juniors final? What have they really well, done? Well, he's with he's been in this big feud. You know, he's trying to get in the Sapphire Sheriffs. He's beating up Desperado. Yeah. He's trying to get respect. Is what's happening. He's trying to be like, hey, listen, I have this other side where I'm mean. I sure am. You know, and and we're we're all thinking. <laughs> yeah. Should have put the mask on him, but uh, maybe it's not too late for that. But uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah, sorry, to, be a sorry to interrupt your uh, review here of this match. My my review of this hot six uh, eight man tag match, but uh, there's a huge there's a really cool part here where Bushi does a huge runner on a Jeff Cobb, which is pretty cool. Jeff Cobb and Shingo tear it up, and I love hearing the commentators, man. One of my favorite matches in New Japan history is is Jeff Cobb versus Shingo at Wrestle Kingdom for the Never Open title. Might be one of the best Never Open title matches there is that uh, doesn't have Ishii or Kodo Bushi in it. So, <laughs> or Homa. So uh, that match was nice. So I really I really appreciate the uh, commentators bringing that up. That gets them over with me, Mr. Guy. It's just like that. And then. Uh, here we go. All right. So, uh, so Kellerman, <laughs> hey, by the way, here, here's something that happens, Mr. Guy, and it's fucking amazing. Callum Newman and Tetsuya Naito run the ropes, and 
Callum running around the road so fast that it looks like Paul Wato is no, no, not Paul Wato, Paul Tetsuya Naito, the winner of the G1 climax this year. It looks like he's moving in slow motion. Yeah. I'm just like, never do that spot again with your top guy in New Japan, please. Mm-hmm. Now you know. <coughs> yeah, you know. didn't like that yeah. at all. And, and it's like, he cannot hang. And he totally gets right in Newman's way. And it's like, guys, if we're going to let this guy do this shit, it's got to be smooth. It's got to be... <laughs> Over, you can't just bury New Japan guys. So. Yeah, you can't just make N- Naito look like Naito made Honma look. Like, that's <laughs> it's not yeah. going to work. Yeah. No, it's not good. Yeah. So, so who does win this match, Luke? I said it's uh, Tetsuya Naito. He, oh, he uh, gets to win. All he, right. he, he might have had circles run around him, but he still gets to win with a Destino. Well, no, uh, a, Fair between Greater Khan and yeah, yeah, because they, you know, it's the the barrette, the, the fight over the barrette, and and you know, Kevin Kelly says a couple things here that are just offensive. One is he says that um he thinks Greater Khan is using like you know uh, performance enhancing hair, you know that that's not just real, real hair, which I mean. Are you trying to say you've never seen someone just grow a, a green ponytail? That that's that's fake. I don't get it. But uh, I, you know, I believe in Great Ocon. Doesn't his, say that about Jeff Cobb's hair. Yeah, it's very real hair. Plus, like using fake hair is offensive to a bald person like myself. So it's like, yeah, I don't know. I would never think the Great Ocon would offend me. But uh, him and Suji trash talk after the match, and Nakashima, broken arm young lion, gets in between them, and man, he is like on the verge of getting the giggles like he's <laughs> like like they they are trying their hardest to make him giggle but he doesn't so um after the match too naito trolls kenta sato because he's like you know grabbing his arm and squeezing real hard when he's trying to raise his arm and so what's great is shingo's next to him so kenta sato is selling the fact that naito's you know grabbing his arm and so shingo's like hey would you raise my arm already and he's like oh it hurts but, but and so Shingo just rips his arm up in the air. <laughs> Man, they jumped out uh, Kenta Sato. It's great. So um, this is when Kevin and Chris spill the beans about Gino Agambino at Wrestle Kingdom, and Kevin calls the new guy Walker Texas Ranger a jabroni. So uh, next week we have the uh, IWGP Junior Tag Title Match. It is Clark Connors and Dan Maloney, well Drilla Maloney versus Kevin Knight and Kushida. We also get a Japanese celebrity lady on commentary. An old doctor guy is ringside, too. So, oh, um, God, he's there. He's going to be yeah. very useful. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, you know, he's. you want to talk about fast. Put him in the ring with Callan Newman. You know what I mean? <laughs> now he got a match. So. <laughs> Dude, I think that might have been time travel. <laughs> All right, we get the big shine for Kevin and Kushida. Kevin does a cool dive, and no one catches him. And the BC wrestlers are pretty good at double-teaming, man. They're really good. So they take over after a jeep flip uh, from Connors, and Kevin and Kushida do some double-teaming of their own. Pop-up missile dropkick from Kevin Knight. Okay, do that. That is awesome. (laughs) Pop-up missile dropkick? Okay, uh, so uh, that was awesome. Uh, Bullet Club are really tough, though, and their moves hit hard and look extremely painful. So high-low on Kevin Knight. 
Kevin fires up and yells, fuck you at Clark Connors for a Bouye spot. And they do cool reversals leading to sky high from Kevin Knight. Uh, Dan Maloney and Kushida tag in and they botch something uh, and it gets a little messy here. Uh, real messy, but uh, they do this thing in this match, which I, you know, if you're going to do this, you got to do it right. And, you know, of course, I know more about wrestling than anybody. So, you know, <laughs> uh, but but they, they play chicken, you know, they they play chicken. And what it is, is that they got both guys on their shoulders. They're fighting that way. And when you do that, if you throw a punch, the person who's on the bottom has to stomp their feet. Please. It's so much funnier when you do it that way. Just saying. But they don't do that because this is serious. And so um, there's a really, really cool assisted double team Superana that is just like, wow, it's yes. so awesome. Um, and uh, there's so much talking during this quadruple down, though, like a lot of talking and an, an incredible drill killer on Kushida pop oh up pop up spear from Bullet Club on Kevin Knight. The drill killer was so cool. They hit the a full club double team thing and uh, Clark Connors pins Kushida, Kevin Knight, one of them, and uh, they get the big win. So they retain their titles. And I, I, I'm ready for that feud to be over too. Let's get catch two, two back in here, you know? Uh, Mr. Guy, please. If they're going to make us watch something like junior tag league and world tag league, come on, man. Let's have Catch 2-2 win this fucking thing and then win at Wrestle Kingdom. Come on, man. That's what we're doing, right? Don't they usually – I was surprised that they didn't switch the titles because, like, the last, like, two years, New Japan loves switching the junior titles before the tournament. They love it. They usually do it every time. So (laughs) I was surprised that they didn't do that this time. They do, but I feel like the junior war dogs are pretty fresh right now. So it's uh, probably not the right time to take it off of them. Maybe at Wrestle Kingdom for sure. Yeah. Gato was just like yeah. kind of, you know, kind of. He was right in the middle typing that, and Shota was like, "Listen, <clears throat> I'm working with this young talent, and I know the things and the stuff. So do it this way." And yeah, and then and part of and all of that means like Kushida, you're in the doghouse, and uh, that's where you'll stay because he's the man. He got pinned. He posted on Instagram. It's been one year since he got, you know, mad cow disease or whatever. And he was posting all these pictures of his skin peeling off. And it's like, like, Jesus. Why? He never got his title shot either. Like, poor bastard. Like, well, you know, nothing. We'll see what happens. We got somebody in the mix now that could maybe eventually make that happen next year. We'll see what happens. All right, man. So, look, I'm going to go with the uh, wildly unpredictable match of Yuji Nagata. Master Wato and Shida Umino versus Strong Style, which is Ren Narita, El Desperado, and uh, Minaro Suzuki. Yeah, that's, that's the it. guy. That's his name. That's the, that's the one. I want. That's, he's my favorite <laughs> of the three. And I'm like, who? Oh, yeah, that guy. Look, this, this match is fine. It, it's not a bad match. It's entertaining. I, I'm pretty sure you might have watched it as well. I'm pretty sure you did. It's good, right? Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with it. It's fine. It's just, what would be the most predictable thing to happen? Oh, it it it, it, it happened. Oh, this one ends with like Ren and Shooter. They both refuse to tag. So for a good portion of this match, it's Wato and Desperado taking each other out. While Suzuki and Ajat and, and Nagata take each other out. 
Do you think do you think Nagata takes out Desperado? No. His feuds with Suzuki. Do you think Suzuki takes Wano out? No. His feuds with Nagata. It's it's all this kind of stuff. It's fine. Uh, so Ren and Rita and Shooter Umino, they refuse to tag, so it's just them whilst the other guys do what I just said they did. You you mean and they then, refuse to tag out, is what you're saying. So they, yeah, they, they right. won't get out of the ring. They just want to fight each other. They have tunnel vision for each other. They refuse to even acknowledge the other wrestlers, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Which makes it really weird when you got a spot where both men are down and uh, then suddenly it's swooping into the ring is uh, Suzuki and Nagata to fight and then go out of the ring. And then and I'm like, look, I know wrestling does that all the time. I know it's, it's and, and there's a suspension of disbelief and all that kind of stuff. But sometimes they make it obvious to me and I'm just like, come on, man. Like, I'm already all in. Like, you can at least be a treatment. I mean, like, okay, so point. typically with a best of seven series, you do something to spice it up, like add stipulations to each match or, you know, just – I don't know, have one that's just a full on brawl and then have another one that's like a technical masterpiece, you know, but they don't do that. They have the same match almost every time. It's kind of boring. And, uh, you know, and like you said, the finish is is kind of uh, telegraphed. It was telegraphed a month ago. So here we are. And uh, who does get the win, Luke? It is is Shooter Umino who gets a death rider on Ren Narita. I can guess one. Ren and Shooter shake hands. Wato and El Desperado kind of shake hands. And El Desperado does the kind of Gives him his finger. best, <laughs> best I have this much respect for you handshake he could ever muster ever. And it's amazing. But then Suzuki and Nagata kind of slap each other in the face. Then they shake hands. And I like it. I, I wish the circumstances surrounding that moment were uh, better told but it, it's fine okay so luke we have world tag league coming up both of them do you think that water is going to tag with desperado ren narita is going to tag with joe de umino and uh you know the dads are going to tag i think that's pretty clear right uh yeah i would have uh minara suzuki tag with uh blue justice yuji nagara and see what the fuck happens yeah, I think that's I think that's kind of what they were setting up here. You know, it's just it's nice that these guys are now, you know, respecting. Oh my each god, other. you're right. Yeah, that's what they were doing this whole time was setting up, you know, tag teams, which is it's a cool way to do that. It's just the story was weird getting there, and it could have been a little more obvious that's what they were doing. They didn't have to be so subtle with that part. Um, you know, it's like you you could have had spots where guys accidentally did tandem moves together and the crowd's like, Oh, what's that? You know what I mean? There could have been all kinds of fun stuff like that. They just chose not to do that. Uh, kind of a lazy, you know, kind of story, but at the same time I enjoyed it. It was fine. It's over now. And next Luke, we have the strong open weight tag title match, which I thought for sure was an IWGP heavyweight tag title match, but no, Fisherman had that. So, so it is the War Dogs. It's Andro- the Android and um, Gabe Kidd, who is a madman, it turns out, versus ELP. He's very crazy. And Hikaleo. And uh, ELP and Hikaleo have new music, and it's it's ELP's old – his, like, his new old music, but it says G-O-D instead of ELP. 
How do you feel about that? Luke? Jeez. Uh, here's how I feel about it. Oh my God. That is timely and awesome. And it shows that you care about what you're doing, where you are and, and, and who you're interacting with, Mr. ELP. Uh, sorry. Uh, Real than gorilla cutthroat era bullet club, ching bullets, bullets. Uh, Tamatonga and uh, Tongaloa's theme tune, but yeah, okay, that's well, how I feel about it. This match starts as we have been used to them starting with a good old fashioned Canamar Gambit, and ELP gets <laughs> thrown into the chairs. And Bullet Club take out Hikaleo by using the age old tactic of fuck your leg. ELP's comeback is cut off uh, by feats of strength by Alex C, which are awesome. Uh, Hikaleo finally gets in and hits a big double clothesline, but Alex C is so strong, he starts just hitting fucking power moves right and left on Hikaleo, and it's like one of the best parts of this match. So uh, he, and then he also does something just despicable. He tries the single leg brab on on Hikaleo, and Marty Asami is screaming in Hikaleo's face, give up! Uh, but, but, he <laughs> but he doesn't so uh, this is a cool deal though every time the good guys try to use a double team double team it gets thwarted by a bc double team so that's kind of the story of this match a little bit is they're trying to get on the same page and use teamwork but bullet club are really good at teamwork and that's something you want in your heel tag team is that they're so good at teamwork and Hell skilled yeah. at that that you can't get over on them you know so that that's really good. So finally, um, they get a big chance after the good guys full bullet club and attack each, each other on accident. Alex gets hit with sudden death, choke slam, and uh, a huge springboard splash uh, from ELP. ELP pins the android and wins the strong talk tag titles. ELP's first heavyweight title, but it's not a heavyweight title. It's an openweight title, so never mind. <laughs> he, he's very happy, and Giotto is very proud. So, Luke, what do you think of that? I thought this was a nice match. And uh, if it means that uh, not winning not winning this match mean, or retaining their belts means that uh, the War Dogs are going to be a bit more Japanese-based, more than strong-based, I'm happy with that. However, I want Health and Tasman to be Japan-based as well. So, I don't know, man. I'm conflicted in that way, but... Otherwise, this is a great, great match. It's a great team. I like Hikaleo and, and El Fantasmo. Don't think I've liked Hikaleo more since uh, since the Jay White match since since then than when ELP. And you know he's guiding him so well. Yeah. There was a, like one of those matches we watched. I saw El Fantasmo shove an ice pack onto Tongaloa's uh, bandaged arm <laughs> because I'm like. So. There's a motherfucker that's paying attention. <laughs> like the 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 guy who's a totally different wrestler than Alphantasmo that I feel like pays attention to wrestling in exactly the same way, just pays attention to the details and stuff. Probably Zack Saber Jr. in terms of guidance like that. So like I don't know, man. He's so valuable, Mr. Alphantasmo, and the match was really good. Uh-huh. And next. We have a match for the six-man and never open titles. It is uh, Alex Shelley and Chris Saban, the Motor City Machine Guns, with Josh Alexander versus Tomohiro Ishii, Hiroshi Tanahashi, and Kazuchika Okada. Uh, 
uh, Alex Shelley is taped up a fucking big time, man. And look, you know what I do when I watch this match? Google Alex Shelley and Chris Saban, and I realize that these guys don't look like they've aged in 20 years. I know. And, uh, and, and these two fucking pieces of shit are fucking the same age as I am, like 40, 41. <laughs> so I'm like, here's two motherfuckers who don't look like they've aged in 20 years. And uh, <laughs> yeah, there's, yeah. Which just reminds me of that uh, that thing on last week tonight where uh, John Oliver's just like, by the way, everyone, I share a birthday with John Cena and we're the same age. Yeah. So. Uh, um, what did you think, Luke? We haven't mentioned the crowd yet, you know, at all. And this is my first note in this match is about the crowd. It's the crowd's fine. I mean, they they get loud when they're supposed to and stuff like that, but they do not want the impact guys to win. <laughs> They are like, no. fuck you, Impact guys. And uh, fair enough, you know. Not even a respect thing. It's just like, no, we're not having you guys. Look, right. we, we, we're we fine with you guys existing, but uh, how dare you touch even Ishii, of all people. Like, <laughs> how dare you even be here? So, no. Uh, but, look, you know what's magical? It's Ishii and Jock Alexander every time they're in the ring together. And uh, Ishii gets hit with a, a fucking power backbreaker. Looks like a power bomb ends in a backbreaker. It looks fucking amazing. Josh Alexander does it to him. Holy shit. I fucking loved it. So whilst the uh, Japanese crowd might have been like, yeah, fuck this guy. I was just like, oh, no, man. That was it. That was the tits. <laughs> I mean, I, I, saw, I saw them wrestle in person last year, and it was tremendous. They wrestled against each other in a tag yeah. match, and then they had that singles match. Um, and uh, man, it's it's like they really captured the crowd. I, you know, I think um, I think that's a really good matchup that we want to see again, surely. Look, I feel like the best parts of this match were uh, look. I like uh, Tanahashi and Akata. I like Alex Shelley. I like Chris Saban. They're fine. But Josh Alexander and Ishii just tore out the best in this match. They, they just did the best shit. But uh, it's still a fun match, and this match ends with Tanahashi pinning Alex Shelley, who happens to be the Impact champion. So is there you true? go. He wins with the high fly flow. Yep, it sure is. Okay, so he's going to get Okay. Uh, so, yeah, this match is is good, but it's like – he kind of knew who was going to win, and it's kind of like, mm-hmm. why is this happening? And honestly, I didn't know that about him being the champion, so that makes a little more sense why this is happening. But I don't really want impact storylines going on on my New Japan, you know, Absolutely uh, live show. Agreed. So it's just my opinion. Um, you know, I thought the match was very good, and man, you love seeing legends like Motor City, these old, old venerable legends that are so old um you know like like motor city machine guns but man they look great don't they holy crap i mean (laughs) so those guys are awesome and it's great to see people like that wrestle alex shelley in japan you know it's sad that there couldn't have been something with him and kushida you know because uh they are the time splitters but uh we don't get that so i just this match was just kind of like okay well, that, that was that's sure we we needed someone for the dream to job to the dream team. Let's get impact guys. And so they did. Um, also, something I noticed is that after the match, Ishii actually posed for pictures with the belt like he, they didn't have to hold it for him. So I guess he's finally in on this. team. <laughs> so, 
I found that to be amusing. So uh, I like how yeah. he's the one who has to be convinced to be part of this team. <laughs> like the other two members of the team happen to be the most two winningest champs of all of New Japan pro wrestling history ever in the history of New Japan pro wrestling. <laughs> but she's just like, yeah, I'm not sure about this Tanahashi guy. I think he might be a bit of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Well, next, Luke, we have our name six title, the never open weight title. Um, this is the match for that belt. It's David Finley versus Tomatonga. Mm-hmm. And listen, I, you know, I'll talk about this match. We'll talk about what happens. There's some really cool things that happen in this match. But again, this is something we've seen like at least five times now at this point. And I'm just like, okay, can we move on, please? And the way that it ends, I'm thinking they're not moving on. So anyway, so we get a Canamore Gambit with the belt from Finley and fucking Chumpy just calls for the belt anyway. He's like, oh, you hit him in the face with the belt? That's fine. Don't give up. Bring the belt. (laughs) (laughs) He just doesn't care. So Finley cheats 50 times. And I just, this is one of the problems with this show. I just want a regular match. All right. Every match. Oh, every single match on this show is like some crazy cheating nonsense. And it's like, I mean, the last match wasn't, but like most of them are. And it's like, I get it. I want some of that in New Japan. I don't want all of it to be New Japan, you know, or it's just my opinion. So uh, anyway, um, but uh, so that happens. And then Lady on commentary gets the giggles when Finley beats up Tama right in front of her, which I thought was funny. So um I like it when people get the giggles. It's like <laughs> when they're on camera, it's like, so something amazing happens here. So Tomataga is standing near the little gate there um, in the guardrail and Finley spears him through the gate, which I was like, all right. Okay. Thank you for that. That's, that was just a shout out to me. So <laughs> thanks for that. Um, and then fin- <laughs> Finley peels back the pads on the floor and sets up a table. So Tama goes crazy and beats Finley up in the corner and he chumps out Marty briefly. You know, because Marty's like, hey, calm down. He's like, fuck you. I'm going crazy. Finally, we see some actual wrestling moves in this match when Tama uses a series of exploders. And it's really cool. He tries to punish Finley on the outside. But Finley gets a replay after throwing Tama into the ring post, which I thought that was weird that that was the replay. But it it happened. So um, Finley hits big moves on Tama in the ring, including a very nasty looking lariat and dominator for two. And finally, they start doing cool reversals and kind of slightly never stuff. Tama hits a lariat, fires up. Tama gets sent uh, to the floor when he tries to hit the Supreme Flow and they fight on the apron. And Tama goes uh, into the ring post again. Powerbomb through the table from Finley, and uh, that breaks the rules of pro wrestling because usually if you set it up, you go through it. Not in this case. They're subverting our expectations. So uh, <laughs> then Jackknife Powerbomb in the ring, and we're starting to see, oh, this is that thing that they, you know, remember the other place that they fought, and, you know, Finley beat the shit out of him. So uh, Finley calls for Trash Panda, but gun stun for a double down. Slap fight reversals and they run through the finish to their other matches um but tama hits a gun stun for two they struggle as time as somebody tama tries for the first uh, for the j driller he reverses that into uh styles clash and uh j driller for the win luke what is the problem here what what why is that finish an issue I don't know, man. Like, didn't he just change factions and shit? Why is he still winning with like bullet club moves and doing bullet club things? Like, come on, man. 
Like, El Fantasma just laid the groundwork out there, like, for you, even though he turned face after you did. Change your music, change your hair, change change your in-ring a little bit, and, like, I don't know, man, like, he, he just laid it out. Boom, right there, and I'm still hearing cutthroat here. Hey, Luke, was, yeah. was David Finley in Bullet Club at the same time as uh, as AJ Styles? No. Hmm. What the? Why? Why are we doing this? If you're going to do that, do a recent Bullet Club move. But at least it wasn't Bloody Sunday because that one didn't make sense either. You know, Um. it's just. Isn't he it, isn't it Hontai? Do a Dodon. High five five. Do a Dodon. Go mine Garankle, you know, something. It's just it's so stale and boring. And um, I I have to say it is putting stank on our title in a bad way, and uh, I'm starting to get a little tired of it. But here we go. You know. This is the third time now that Tonga has held the Never Open title. I wanted to see something from him the first time. I wanted to see it the second time, and I want now. I want to see it now the third time. Please God, please Gato. I know you listen. You're addicted to to the sound of my voice. Have Tamatonga feud with anyone other than Bullet Club, yeah. please. Well, Luke, please. Luke, I want least, him to click for me, please. At least like Shingo came out and challenged afterwards, or oh. or Great Great came out and challenged afterwards, or like uh, um. I don't know, you know, anyone. Came out and sh- oh wait they didn't so this feud will probably continue and um we'll be tired of it again and bitching about it again in the future. Yeah, I don't know man. Like I feel like uh, I I know I've said it, but Mister Mister Alphantasma is just like oh you you gonna go in this direction with me? All right, here are the steps I will take, and it's he's done it. Luke, you know what happens when you resist the flow in pro wrestling? You break your arm. And what I mean is is that when your opponent is like, hey, we're going this way. If you resist that, you're going to get injured, right? The same thing happens when a promoter resists the crowd, you know? And and I just – it's like – Tamatonga has resisted everything that happens with this as a character. You know, I, that's just what I'm, that's the allegory I'm trying to make is that like, you can't resist in pro wrestling. You have to just go with it. And, and like, I just don't, I feel like that holding on to the past in this way is just resisting what should be happening. And it's, it's just, that's just, I don't know, man. I just feel like that the character version of breaking your arm is what's happening to Tamatonga in my opinion. I feel like El Fantasmo has transitioned from Bullet Club faster than Tamatonga has. Yeah. And now I'm I'm already excited for El Fantasmo's next uh, stage, which seems to be this tag team with Hikaleo, which for some reason it just fucking works. Whereas Tamatonga is you now a third time Never Open champ, the t- the the title holder of our favorite title. For the third time, and we're just like, boy, I hope it's third time's a charm that he just fucking like crushes it this time. He just needs it every other time. He's uh, stop with the Bill Cup feuds. He needs a feud with other people. Yeah. Well, 
Luke, uh, what is the next match? All right, so the next match. <sighs> the next match makes me kind of happy, Mr. Guy, and it's uh, it's Speedball Mike Bailey. Man, I have missed that motherfucker. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's Speedball Mike Bailey versus <sighs> Yo, who I don't miss ever because it's Yo. He's good versus... in this match, though. Oh, dude. No, this match is absolutely fantastic, and uh, it's down to all three men. So, uh, you know, I don't like his character, but fucking hell. If you're going to replace someone, I feel like they did a job, a good job short, in, in the short term with Yo here. So it's Yo, Hiromu Takahashi, and Mike Bailey. This match is insane, and uh, they do the worst thing you can do, ever do in pro wrestling in the history of wrestling ever, Mr. Guy. Can you guess what that is? No, I, I don't know. They make me believe oh. that Yo was winning oh. the junior heavyweight title. I didn't like it at all. Uh, damn you. This match is wild and gnarly, and I get to see all the things that... Uh, by the way, the day before Mike Bailey did this match, he was in my neck of the woods, Australia, Melbourne, Australia, where uh, he wrestled some kind of match. And now here he is, just absolutely fucking tearing it up with his gnarly moves where he just does the fucking backflip and knees you in the fucking everything. <laughs> and I'm like, this guy is insane. How are you face with those kinds of moves? I am a fucking inspiration. And I see the moves you do that are just like, like you are the living embodiment of Bane breaking Batman's back in the fucking like the 90s or something like your moves are fucking heal shit. Oh my God, he looks okay. like he fucking kills people. But I is love he it. Like you know, you 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 were live in Australia, but I was born here. Is it that? I mean, what do you mean? Why is he like Bane? Like, dude, he's like Bane because Bane breaks backs. Oh. Bane okay. broke the Batman's back in the comics, in the movie, and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you see this kind of shit that Speedball Mike Bailey does. This is like I'm just gonna dig my big meaty knees. Into your into your back uh, a few times each every time we wrestle each other. You wear shoes, but I was born with those shoes. <laughs> this match is fucking crazy, man, and uh, I was just absolutely gobsmacked. It was so delightful. Look, Hiromi retains, and it's a time bomb to Onyo, and then something absolutely incredible happens that Mr. Andy called a mile away. And I just want to point out that as you are, as this thing that you're about to, what happens next, Mr. Guy? Well, let's talk about the match a little bit before we move on. So um, the match is fantastic. They, they do the thing that I love so much. And that is that they try their best to use all three guys at the same time, almost throughout the match. Like there is a point at the beginning where Hiromu's like, you know what? You two wrestle, but they're like, no, you know, and they start beating him up. It's a fucking three-way like, match, bitch. Yeah, yeah, it's great. I really like that. Also, I saw a move in this match um, that I believe was a flipping Samoa drop. I don't think I've ever seen that before. That was wild <laughs> looking. It was like a cross between a Spanish fly and a Canadian destroyer or something. It was incredible, and uh, I really enjoyed that. It, the fact that Yo does get to kick out a time bomb and he has to get uh, time bomb two for the win. That's good for him. Um, also after the match, we get uh, Mike Bailey basically challenging for another, uh, another match as well. He, yells, 
he starts, he starts yelling, Mata, Mata, one more chance. And he's fucking pissed. You know, he's like legit angry because he didn't even get pinned, you know. So anyway, but yes, then the lights are out as, uh, you know, we have our, our winner celebrating in the ring. And uh, of course, it's fucking Ishimori. And he's out to challenge Hiromu oh for the title. He's in street clothes and he has no bullet club gear on that we can see, which I find interesting. And he does not have the main event rat tail because he's not booked in the main event on this match, which was a little, <laughs> little show. It was a little disappointing, but like, so what do you think? You know, obviously that's the new challenge will be him. I'm interested to see like, who's he going to tag with in, in, you know, the juniors tag thing is that, you know, I don't, is Ishimori still in bullet club? Will we get a different version of him? I don't know. I'd like to see something different, but this feud is, is legendary. It's always awesome. I'd have him tag with show. Yeah, that'd be fun, man. You know, feel, they'd be, they'd be like a lot of fun. really work with that. He's pretty mercenary that way. Uh, yeah. I don't know, man. By the way, uh, Charity, <laughs> she's uh, she's she's known that uh, Taiji Mori, one of her favorite wrestlers, because she's just like, oh my god, just look at this motherfucker, like holy shit. <laughs> She just chanced in on she just walked in by chance into the room and I'm like, Charity, look at the TV right now. She's like, Why? Ishimori is back. He's he's, he's been gone for months. She's like, Oh wow, that's amazing and just watches glued the entire time to see what Ishimori does. So uh you know <laughs> that, that that happened. That exists. That that yeah. that uh, that was a thing that happened. So Mr. Guy, take us through it, because I have done the bulk of the uh, just five guys has to torture stuff this episode, I think. So uh, take us through it. It is our main event. Yes, this is, is the I- IWGP heavyweight title lumberjack death match. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before the match begins, uh, the great Muda is out to join commentary. And it's so funny. <laughs> He does that wrestler thing where, like, he's saying hi to Milano. He's saying hi to the other announcer. Just ignores Lady Celebrity. She's not in the business. Yeah. You know? (laughs) She doesn't know the fucking business. She's out. Luke, what did you think of Evil's new ring gear, the Barbarian ring gear? Uh, I I love it. Uh, I I really liked uh, Ming and the Barbarian. Back when uh, I was a 90s WCW wrestling fan. So this was kind of like, it, it gave me flashbacks of that kind of stuff. So I can dig it. However, I did kind of like the the steampunk kind of metal look of his previous gear better. I, I don't know. I kind of like it. He has this like, you know, fur, like, uh, you know, cape that he's wearing out. And it's pretty yeah. cool. It, it looks a lot like, you know, from Game of Thrones, the, the you know, the guy that dies in the first season. Spoilers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Can't remember what his name is, but anyway, um, yeah, it's uh, yeah, him. It's, uh, uh, so evil is, mm-hmm. so evil is uh, the first guy to get thrown back into the ring by the lumberjacks um, because we get ourselves a match here, and then you get the lumberjacks around the outside, and basically, you know, they play a big role in the match. So Sonata uses the Canadian version of the Paradise Lock, which is pretty funny, <laughs> and you know. They, they, there is some goofy, dumbass shit in this match. Like, for example, the reason he's able to do that is because Red Shoes is arguing with House of Torture. But there's like three of them, you know, four of them. They could just like 
one of them could argue with red shoes the other could prevent sonata from you know embarrassing their leader but you know it's fine um there's a they we have to build a little more story between red shoes and house of torture before the you know absolutely the end of the match so i get why they're doing that so um it's pretty great so anyway, Sonata gets beat up on the outside by House of Torture, and just five guys attack them, and they get beat up. <laughs> and they take out a camera guy and Abe at the same time, which is pretty funny. And and there's, uh, like, fans that are in the front row have to help Abe, like, set up his table. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Best so, fan experience ever. Uh, that was pretty fun. So we get some heat on Sonata and Evil. Um it says he torts sand out, which I don't know what that means. Um, but uh, but oh, he throws Sonata out and House of Torture throw him back in over and over again. And it's weird. And the crowd laughs. It's kind of like it's like they're dumb. Like I've seen that, that that thing happen in a tag match before where like a guy rolls, you know, a, a bad guy. He'll roll out his opponent to the outside to his big dumb heater. And the heater's like, no, you can't win out here and rolls him back in. You know, and then they do that like three times. And he's like, no, I want you to beat him up. That's kind of what they did here. But it's like, why doesn't House of Torture know the plan? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, um, I agree. Uh, yeah, I didn't get that. But the crowd laughs, so it's fine. Maybe it's a context thing. But uh, Sonata uses the exposed turnbuckle to his favor. He uses against evil and mounts a comeback. Double Canadian low blow on Toko and <laughs> Kanemaru, which was great. <laughs> he ties them both up in the Paradise Lock. Plancha on the other two, and Sonata points at his ear. Um, Evil tries to escape up the stairs with the title, but Taka and the boys, they take the title back, and just five guys force Evil back in the ring at 10 minutes gone. They beat the shit out of him, too. It's great. So Sonata's, um, he's in, I don't know what that says, but, uh, okay, so, oh, Sonata's getting some shit in, but Evil hits an eye rake, which I would wear goggles if I was going to wrestle these guys. I'm just saying, you know, what, what would they do then? You know, they'd be so fucked. They'd have to come up with some other way to cheat. Um, but uh, now this is where something really funny happens. So you can see it happening. Red Shoes is kind of a little too close to the action, and you can tell what's going on. So here comes uh, here comes Sonata with a big rolling elbow, and uh, Evil throws him right, it throws Red Shoes right into him, and Red Shoes takes the rolling elbow. <laughs> It's great. So, so this leads to all kinds of domination on the outside uh, from House of Torture. Sonata's in big trouble. It's kind of dumb though because this match is no DQ. So it's a lumber mac, lumber mac, lumberjack death match. It cannot. I mean, that's got to be no DQ, right? So why does House of Torture need to wait for the ref bump for all them all to get in the ring and team up on Sonata? Kind of dumb, yeah. but I get it. Uh, they hit the uh, top rope karate chop on uh, Sonata's balls, and Sakamoto uh, gets in, and he counts the two, um, you know, uh, but uh, then he gets taken out by Evil. So um, he gets thrown out of the ring for a chump bump. Oh, that's the second chump bump. So then Kanta Sato's out to ref, right? And there's heat on Sonata with some comebacks here and there as they build the suspense. Magic screw for a double down, and they all have a big, long chat. And then there's Skull End after Evil dodges a moonsault attempt and Dick Togo rings the bell. All right. So this distracts everybody and this makes way for another ref bump right, for Kenta Sato. Now, you know, we know this spot, right? I mean, this is this is like one of our favorite spots in wrestling. Every ref is down, but there's only one left. 
you know, we hear and in slow motion, Ref Chumpy appears running towards the ring. Our hero! There's a moonsault to the back, a moonsault to the front, but guess what happens, Luke? Dick Togo pulls Chumpy out at 2.999 and fucking, it's so funny because he, he, Chumpy hits the floor and goes chest first into the guardrails and then just rolls around on the floor like he's having a heart attack. (laughs) I loved it. So uh, this allows House of Torture to team up on Sonata. There's a chair shot, magic killer from Evil Dick and Red Shoes is like, okay, he's back up. He's going to count this, but no. Double birds. He flips the double birds to evil and won't count. And evil's face is like, what? I can't believe it. <laughs> so finally, all this chumpening is come to roost, you know, and uh, Red Shoes isn't having it. So he, Dick Togo argues with Red Shoes. So he, Red Shoes walks calmly over to the corner and gives him the fucking double birds. And Red, I mean, Dick Togo can't believe it. So here we go. Sonata gets a quick O'Connor roll for two. I really thought that was fun. That that little section right there was so fun. So <laughs> then we, we get this wild over-the-shoulder DDT thing from Evil that's really cool. I think that's what you were talking about with that. You were you called it some weird neck breaker, right? Um, yeah, which I, yeah. I, I, that was wild. But uh, but and we think, uh-oh, you know, evil's gonna be on top here, but no, everything is guys. So Sonata hits every <laughs> everything is guys. We get two shining wizards, a deadfall on evil. Sonata gets the big win. He's awarded a giant novelty check brought to us by Vinegar. What a match, Luke. You love this, right? I did love it. Uh, he wins a year's supply of Vinegar, by the way. So uh, that's what that check was. I do love it. This is what I this is what I want from House of Torture. I want them to look awesome and look like all hope is lost for the good guys and then and then how's the torture lose this is this is how i wanted them to be booked for ages and it worked i feel like this was a few that that just worked for just five guys it worked for house of torture as well mm-hmm. hey we need to establish just five guys as this really cool face team that we want the chance fans to get behind okay uh Let's have them feud against the biggest pieces of shit in New Japan Pro Wrestling, which happens to be like the House of Torture. And I, I, I hook it up to my veins. I have a Just Five Guys shirt. I have, I have a House of Torture shirt. This was just heaven for me. Like each time, whether it was a house show or one of the major destruction shows, the new show would start and I'd be like, Man, this is my soap operas right here. This is my stories. These are my stories. I'm just here to see, like, all right, get the fuck off. I want to see just five guys in the house of torture right now. Fuck off. Man, <laughs> I fucking love New Japan Pro Wrestling, Mr. Guy. Yeah, man. They get me with their technical, amazing masterclasses of what pro wrestling can be. And then they get me hooked on their fucking cheesy ass storylines that I'm just like totally addicted to. It's amazing. I love it. I, you know, I, I do have a kind of beef with this show though. Um, I think we discussed it a little bit and that is that mm. it's just, it's, I, I, it's not very, it, it's just not very like, there's not a lot of like strong style, like pure, you know, new Japan wrestling on this show. I think we Agreed. got like, 
a little tiny bit of it between like Ishii and Josh Alexander or, you know, uh, Shingo and Great Okan. You know, there's a little bit of it that happens, but it's like there were no singles matches that were just that. I think every show needs that. So I was a little bummed out. That, yeah, that we didn't get that. But overall, it's a good show. It's just like this is and, and listen. I, the wrestlers are fantastic. I'm not talking shit. I'm just telling you what I think. And I think that this yeah. tour, the destruction tour, is kind of a like, yeah, you know, we're we're gonna we're gonna do a couple shows. And, you know, they'll be pretty good. You know, it's kind of yeah, like we're the, on the road to Wrestle Kingdom. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, it's like this is the off season a little bit for New Japan from yeah. here until the the end of the year. And so, you know, things are things are not uh, as intense as they might be at a different time of year, which is fine. I don't need intensity all the time, but you know, it's nice to have. So, um, well, Luke, um, I guess the next thing we're going to be doing is like the uh what's it called the royal quest i guess that's next weekend but also new japan tag league starts next weekend um so there's yeah. a, the junior tag league so there's a bunch of oh and that's also road to power struggle so they did combine two things with the next shows it's super junior tag league and road to power struggle so they're gonna be telling all the stories all on the same show oh good that's amazing i'm, I'm yeah. glad they're doing that uh <laughs> i i know <laughs> I say that flippantly, but uh, we all know that I I do I will, I will watch all of those shows if they're available. Uh, the British show might take a little while to turn up, and you might miss the guy hear me complain uh, to you personally uh, that it's not up, and I'm bitching about it. So just uh, just a FYI, well, you will get your this is World Crest three. I'm pretty sure I made those bitching uh, arguments, uh, complaints, the last two years. So uh, let's not break tradition. Uh, I mean, just just to prepare you. Yeah, you know, Gino at Wrestle Kingdom tradition. Luke complains oh, about uh, something to do with uh, New Japan World. I mean, that's that's a weekly tradition. So that's right. And damn damn straight it is. <clears throat> Look. Uh, we could uh, we could end right here, Mr. Guy, or uh, we could take uh, not too long and do a diary. It's up to you, Mr. Man. Well, you just mentioned the diary, so we're doing the diary. Let's go. All right, we're doing it. It is Yoshihashi. It is episode 178, so uh, either he doesn't write as often as uh, Hiroki Gojo does or uh, – yeah, he just doesn't run as often. I guess every no time he's, say. every time he starts writing a diary, Goto takes the pen out of his hand and goes, "No, I, I will do this. Do this. That's right, damn straight. It's episode one seventy eight. It's called End of Holiday, and it's still the sad uh, picture of uh, Yoshihashi in <laughs> alleyway, cobblestone alleyway. It is dated September thirteenth. 2023 here we go last time i wrote about my camping trip on the way home from that trip i noticed that my calf was itching a lot i touched it and found that it was bumpy from the knee down and i was badly bitten by some sort of insect i looked up what had bitten me on my mobile phone because i had been bitten by so many and i found out that ticks sometimes lurk in the grass near rivers. And I wondered, and I wondered if I might have been bitten 
by one of them. When I had an allergy test before, I had a surprising number of allergies that I was allergic to, and among them were ticks I and mean, weeds. That is not surprising to me that Yoshihashi's allergic to allergies, or he 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 has allergies <laughs> that he's allergic to, and he's a lot. He has a lot of them. <laughs> you know? He's, oh aller- he's allergic to the fucking ring steps. I'll tell you that much. So, <laughs> I read that exactly how uh, Mr. That's Guy what, that's what so, it says. Yeah. Yeah, damn straight. <laughs> I was quite surprised at the f- at first that I was allergic about weeds. What? I couldn't get to the bottom of what I was allergic to or what I was bitten by. But it was quite painful, and it itched like crazy for a while. I managed to get rid of the itching after I kept trying to apply mosquito bite medicine. How did he fail? He tried to, but he missed. Like, like look, Yoshihashi. Like, and then he the rubbed, bite, you know, just kept missing. He fucking rubbed his arms. <laughs> and Kodo's like, no, I will do this. <laughs> yeah. And Yoshiashi's like, get my back too. All right. <laughs> when I went back to my parents' house during the summer holidays, I thought of organizing my wardrobe, which I'd left untouched for a long time. I used to wear training wear and loungewear from my parents' house every time I went home, but I had never organized my clothes properly. I think I'm generally responsible with things, but when I took out the contents of the wardrobe, I found that a lot of the clothes from high school and other things. These clothes are over 23 years old, but they are clean and not that dirty. However, they might be a little too dowdy for me to wear now. Wait, wait, wait. Dowdy means like they hang, they hang off you a bit. Like, is that right? So he is was. He- is he, is he trying to say he's in better shape now than he was as a teenager? Because I call yeah. bullshit that well, big time. It says that uh, dowdy also means unfashionable and without style in appearance. So and uh, oh yeah, well it, it also says it's typically used uh, as to describe a woman. So well, you know that's. Uh, that's let's see. Camera. Let's see what he says next. <laughs> Looking around my mother's room, yeah, I found yeah. an alarm clock. Oh my god, Yoshi Hashi! <laughs> I don't care about your mum's fucking alarm clock. Tell us some <laughs> anecdotes about being a fucking pro wrestler, you boring fuck. What the fuck is this? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, looking around my mother's room, I found an alarm clock that I used to use when I was in primary school and still use, and perhaps there are some treasures that are no longer available and have risen in value. My eldest son gives me everything, including clothes I no longer wear. So this time I gave him the clothes I had sorted out and didn't need. Thank you, Yoshihashi, for telling us how hand-me-downs work. <laughs> maybe we maybe we come from a family that doesn't throw things away easily. But my but- <laughs> Dude. Man, how'd you get the butterfly like who taught it to you? Like, no, no, never mind. But my mother is a very meticulous person. She keeps a lot of things from the past, but she puts dates and names on everything so that it is easy to see what is stored where. She has a lot of notes on the wall so that she doesn't forget. 
He likes to keep clean, so whenever I come home, there is no dust or hair. And although the house is about 30 years old, he keeps it quite clean, which I admire even as a son. He? I guess he's dad now. <laughs> whenever I come home, he washes and hangs up the bedding in the room where I sleep and puts away neatly, so I appreciate that. Okay. Um, Joshi, man, do you, like, do you make money from wrestling? What's going on here, man? Like, what's going on? still living with his folks with his kids like it's the first i've heard that yoshihashi has kids by the way yoshihashi tell stories about your kids that might be fucking funny and interesting oh my god this is one of the yoshihashi is just once again all right all right all right let's go come on <laughs> all right the summer holidays are over and before the series begins i recently held a talk event it was our first talk event since the pandemic, and we dared use the style where we didn't have a progression schedule, and everyone just enjoyed talking as they wanted. Thank you to everyone who came. I hope you enjoyed it. After the talk, we went to uh, Asakusa, my power spot. Just walking around gives me a sense of peace and power. Someone who has been helping me for a long time took me to a bar. <laughs> it's helping me. Helping it's me. a hideaway bar with no signboard and a view of the sky tree right in front and across the river. I heard that during the fireworks season. It's great to see the fireworks explode right in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to visit if I don't have a match during the next fireworks season. It was great because I like places with a good view where I can drink while enjoying the view from the window. There's, uh, I guess, him doing that. Whenever I'm tired, I take a stroll on Asakusa. I will be recharged with Asakusa's power and will be able to work hard on the new tour. You remember that? Remember that time he went to a, a restaurant and he was like, oh, this guy I went to high school with owns a restaurant, but don't you know that I'm a big fancy wrestler now? You know, like we, this story needed a little detail like that in it, you know, just something, something a little different, you know, why is he going to this bar? Who's this person that's helping him? Why is this picture of the most like insane, like button up shirt I've ever seen from the back and we can't see the person's face? What is this? You know? Yeah, absolutely. I feel like uh, Yoshihashi needs guidance with his diary entries sometimes. They're, they're either hilariously mundane or they're mundane. And uh, I feel like that might have been the latter, but that's okay. You never know with Yoshihashi. He, he is a treasure trove, a potential treasure trove when it comes to the diary entries. And uh, I was happy to read that. Thank you, Jay, for sending that to us, as you, as you always do with these diaries. And uh, hey, Mr. Guy, uh, unless there is uh, uh, anything else that uh, you'd like to talk about with this episode. Well, I do want to mention is that last week uh, we were in the uh, low tens on the ranks in Apple Podcast Japan Wrestling Podcasts. Um, and I, I looked up our, our history. I was like, ah, I wonder where the highest we've been. And uh, we were we were number one at one point in the uh Japanese wrestling category on Apple Podcasts. It was probably a brief moment, but it did happen at one point. And uh, we we are big time boys. 
That's it. Mm-hmm. We are the real, true Ichiban sweet boys. Uh, and, uh, that's Hiroshi Hashi, but... Well, I'm Ichiban something, so uh, we'll wake that out for the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Ichiban something, I sure am. <laughs> that's that's right. Something, something. Uh, in, in, in Gato, uh, we trust. <laughs>